What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Chapel's Corner. It's your host, Fire Chapel. And we're back with another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about stalking your ex online. I got to help somebody. Yes, stalking your ex online. Um, Before I start the episode, though, I just want to let you all know that you may see some episodes or older episodes that have moved to the top of the feed list. Um, There were a few short uh, snippet episodes about my feelings that I had um, about my crush that I took down because I was in my feelings when I declared war on men, but it turns out that some of these platforms are still on there anyway, and they're still getting heard. <laughs> so I, I was not able to stop the bleeding, <laughs> so I might as well just redistribute. Anyhow, today we're talking about um, stalking your ex online. So, bad breakup or not, a relationship coming to an end is tough. Whether you only dated for a few months or lived together... Um, for some time, the attachment and constant communication with that person was your was your norm, you know. And now the idea or the thought of it just all falling off all at once is just foreign, you know. Depression starts to sink in. And a part of you is hoping that maybe they're even feeling the same way, you know. After all, you wouldn't be missed too, You don't want to be the only person that's feeling that way. And it is this feeling that usually calls for one to do a check on social media. You know, for some reason, we'll we'll convince ourselves, what's the harm? Or, you know, they won't know, right? And, of course, you believe that you're strong enough to know the truth, right? (laughs) Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And here's the reason why. You know, social media is nothing but positively spun, curated, edited peep shows of someone's life. Which means that 9 out of 10, you're always going to get the the better parts of their life. Or you're going to view the better parts of their life. Or you're going to have the better parts of their life to use, to piece together. In order to, you know, figure out what's going on with them. So... The likelihood of witnessing an ex's misery is slim to none if you're using social media, you know. In other words, it's kind of like you're grasping at straws here. So what you'll find instead is that they'll be laughing at parties, you know. Their arms around maybe a hot new prospect, you know. Basically, the more you look, and really, the longer you look. So, maybe you were only looking once a day, but now you found yourself looking, I don't know, I guess you could say a little way too much. The longer you look, basically, though, the more crappy you're going to feel. Because the next time you look, they'll be in a new relationship. You look again... Now they're on an exotic vacation. Next time you look, they're engaged. Basically, each and every single update becomes a dagger to a shipwrecked heart, so to speak. It just doesn't help.
90% of people who have been rejected let their fingers do the stalking. And again, like I said, it just doesn't help. It promotes like emotional pain, in my opinion. And it just keeps you stuck in an obsessive, compulsive loop of distorted thoughts followed by unhelpful and even destructive behaviors, which is a cyber stalking. Cyberstalking is like, it goes beyond the levels of normal human curiosity. Cyberstalking is a form of self, of, you know, self-torture if you think about it. So if you're listening and you find yourself thinking right now as I'm talking to you about it and you find yourself being in this situation, like most people are, I haven't. I mean, I can honestly say I'm not better than anybody. It's just, it's just something about my exes that repulsed me so much that I just do not care. I really remove all traces and aspects of them um, have been, or proof of them have been in, being in my life. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know you anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how it is for me. But if let's say maybe if when I was younger or something, and maybe when social media, maybe like with a Facebook or something when it first came out, I might have did that. But it just doesn't. It's not healthy to do, and it never solved anything for me. I found the best way that I was able to move on and have even the attitude that I have towards exes now, which I don't look back or anything like that, is because I um, don't put myself in these kind of situations. But I can honestly see if I did, you know, especially today's times, you know, just, just I'd have no idea how to get in touch with any single one of them. You know, I, I hardly run into them in the street or anything like that. Um, if I do, of course, they want to be in touch or whatever, but I don't. So um, this is for you. Like I said, if you find yourself thinking, you know, so what? I already know all of that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I just have to know what they are doing and with whom, you know, it's possible that you may need to impose some tough self-love, you know, because you cross-referencing social media platforms and multiple social media accounts to piece together your ex's new life. Or by you inventing new online identities so you can stalk without being discovered is unhelpful, unhealthy, and let's be honest here, it's just weird. You have officially become, by definition, a creep. You a creep now. Okay? And I just want to point out or note that cyber stalking does not solely apply to your exes it can be old or former friends you used to have co-workers that you just didn't like that you or do or you work with now or did or used to work with um friends that you you know you know you're being a fake friend to um family it could be associates strangers on social media who just have public pages and um did, did, did you just follow or 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 just it comes up on your feed on social media so that's what we're talking about today and um i found about three good articles in relation to this um one is i stopped stalking my exes online and unfriended them instead and it feels amazing by shelby escamilla on bold.com then we have 
Stalking your ex online affects your mental health. So don't feel bad about hitting Unfriend by Caitlin Wilde on Bustle.com. And lastly, why you should stop stalking your ex online. No, really. Stop it by Kaylee O'Mary on EntityMag.com. And um, on that note, we're going to take a break. And when we come back from break, I will uh, start off with these articles. See you in a little bit. Chapel's Corner. Hey, we're back from break. It's your host, Fire Chapel, and this is Chapel's Corner. I'm here with this article on Bustle.com entitled, Stalking Your Ex Online Affects Your Mental Health. So don't feel bad about hitting unfriend by Caitlin Wilde. So let's just jump right into it. Caitlin says, uh, you know that Facebook web we all fall into every once in a while? The one located five clicks into your ex's tag pictures? Psychologists know that web hole. And now they say that stalking your ex is bad for your health officially. It started out as a curious check-in. What are they up to? Are they happy? You convince yourself you're just looking out of genuine concern. You want to make sure that they've moved on and are living a healthy and fulfilling life. You lie. The lies you tell. You lie, little dog. You believe this until you see them smiling in a picture with their new flame. Their arms are woven around each other. They're cheesing on a mountaintop, sticking their tongues out at the beach, cheersing champagne flutes in an empty apartment. Now you're in the epicenter of the hole. Two years deep. See, this is what I'm saying. The longer, that's what I said mentioned earlier, the longer you do it for, the worse, you know, or or more self-torture you're doing to yourself. Two years deep into their tags and posts and uploads. You spun off on a detour. Now you're six years deep into their New Flames picture albums. Clicking through college parties and family vacations. Now you're looking at their New Flames childhood friends page. Because she has more candid shots of her. You can't help but size yourself up. Now you're comparing. And everybody knows when you compare, there's a winner and a loser. Okay? And 9 out of 10, I don't think that you're looking at yourself as the winner. When Look at the way that she described everything. And you ain't you sitting here six years looking at this shit. You're not the winner. I hate to say it, but you're the loser. <laughs> you're so far from where you started... You don't know how to get back. Now you're cross-referencing dates, trying to figure out if there were any overlaps between relationships. You're stuck. You're stuck. Or you stuck the mud on memory lane. Reading and rereading comments people left the two of you when you uploaded your first photo. Oh, my God. Take it down. You know what I mean? Like, 
you can't hold on. First of all, let me say something. You can't you 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 can't get healed in the same place you got sick. Hello, somebody. You know who? You got to change that environment. It's not gonna help you to get over the person. So she goes on to say. You want to X out. You want to shut it down. But your morbid curiosity has taken the wheel. You're obsessed now. You're a creep stalker. You're a stalker, psycho, crazed motherfucker. That's what I'm trying to... That's what they're trying to say to you in nice words. You need help. Something is wrong with you. Or you are crazy. I mean, like... I've been there, but... You know, you got to come up out of that. That can't be something that's a normal, regular thing in life now. That every time you don't, you stop talking to somebody. Because let's be, let's face it, it doesn't have to be an ex. It could be a crush. It could be somebody. Let me tell you something. The moment you can't get a hang of it, use a psychopath. Then they put this meme down here. The girl says, okay, so after a quick scan of his Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, and Instagram, here's what I know. <laughs> Your little sleuth in private eye, you. It says, when you emerge from this whole hours have gone by, you have anxiety, you're unhappy, you're stressed, you can't focus on anything else for the rest of the day, your mind is racing, you can't stop thinking about your ex's new life and your old life together, you wish you had never typed their name into the search bar, you wish you had never clicked around, you knew exactly what was going to happen, but you couldn't stop it, are you a masochist? Is it possible to escape the chains of the cypress psychosis? Yeah, I mean, you can stop by simply unfriending them. Ain't nobody going to keep popping up on your newsfeed, or you could block them too. Then they definitely can't pop up. And then mutual friends unfriend them as well. Or sometimes I think on Facebook, they got the kind of thing where you can still be friends with somebody, but you could unfollow them. So a majority of the things that they do or post will necessarily um, come up on your timeline. It says, as it turns out, you're not alone. According to a study published by the journal Cyberpsychology, Behavior, and Social Networking, stalking your ex on Facebook increases mental distress, longing, and sexual desire. Basically, all the things you should be decreasing when going through a breakup. Psychologist Tara Marshall adds that by continuing to follow your ex on Facebook or any other social media platform, you're prolonging the healing process. Literally. Not that we needed the confirmation from mental health professionals to know that, you know, ex-stalking is unhealthy, but it does make it all the more, um, you know, brings the point home even more. You can't ignore the facts. And yes, it is a fact that stalking your ex um, on social media is one of the main reasons why you cannot get over them right now. Why you can't even move on to enjoy life as you know it or pursue um, something else that's more meaningful. Something else that'll take your your attention away from that, for crying out loud. So it says, so does this mean that in order to have a healthy breakup, it's absolutely necessary for you to unfollow each other? No, every relationship and breakup is different. Some people are fine with transitioning straight into a friendship. But if you're trying to get over someone and not having any luck... You might want to try unfriending them, at least for a little while, while you heal and allow yourself some psychological distance. Just because it's online doesn't mean it's not in real life. Cutting times online can help you become healthier offline. 
and um yeah that's what i was gonna say everybody's different some people can go straight into the friend zone and some people that even though they're friends on social media with somebody guess what they don't log on every day so even though they might get a glimpse of what's going on in their ex's life or might take a look it's not necessarily every single day where there's some people that's just like totally engaged in social media every single day and they just um have not unfollowed the person now some of you trying to make yourselves look good like you know you're not following them but then you you know people if you're honest you do create fake pages i mean people create fake pages for people that's not even exes you know like they're haters and stuff like just they'll go and look and snoop around or whatever without being um detected or trying to be undetected some people get figured out you know i had an ex that tried to sneak back on um but this was a very long time ago when I, when I was much younger and the IG had probably just came out to try to sneak on my page. They had a different thing and everything. It took a while, but after a while, I realized that um, their cousin tried. I'm like, well, how would she know who I am? And then I went through her friends and I realized that this one person that I didn't know, that's when I started to say, look, I'm not ever, ever in my life. I don't, that's why I don't like um, just letting people in that I don't necessarily really know. And while I could just be an instant stranger who's just curious, but a lot of times it's not. And it's so easy to put a um, fake profile together, but... What they're basically saying here is that you're just not helping yourself at all by um, participating in this um, kind of activity. So the next article I wanted to read, which I thought was pretty interesting, was um, the one by Ms. Shelby Escamilla on Bold.com entitled, I stopped stalking my exes online and unfriended them. Notice that unfriend just keeps coming back up because it really is that easy. It's just what you got to do is get some self-control. And a lot of times, sometimes you just need some time under your belt. Especially if they were the type of person you talk to every day or um, hung out with often enough, like almost every day or type of thing. Obviously, like they were like also your, not just your partner, but your friend. So sometimes you need 30 days is good to, to get a start, but most people will tell you you need a good 90. Um, so if you could just at least keep yourself really busy. The key to it, to me, like, I have to keep myself busy in times like that. Even when I was trying to um, get my feelings under control of my ex, which we were not together to even break up. It wasn't a breakup or anything, but it was just it was like when I was just trying to get the feelings under control and have to accept something that I could not change, and it's almost similar to a breakup when you can't really change anything right now is to get some time under my belt so that I wasn't so um it's almost like when you kind of do detox or you do like a, a rehab where you just kind of wean yourself off of something you got to do that but there's no way that you're weaning yourself off of anything if you're constantly um glancing back at the social media so Shelby says we've stalked our exes on social media at some point and generally speaking it's short-lived and no big deal for for most people who do you know that's healthy right However, it became an unhealthy addiction for me, and it wasn't until I discovered the joy of just unfriending the guys I broken up with that I finally felt free. One, it started off innocently, but it turned psycho pretty fast. In the past, right after a breakup, I used to check my ex's profiles on a pretty regular basis. It was actually a straight-up pattern for me. Every time a relationship ended, it was just something I did for a while with every single guy. I just justified it with the fact that we weren't speaking anymore and I wanted to know what was happening in their lives. That's what the other article says is that's usually like the first way that you try to justify it. Soon it became less of a brief update and more of a need to know type of thing. It started out as a quick glance at their Instagram accounts once a week 
or every few days, but it quickly started to become an everyday occurrence than every hour. Yes, seriously. Damn, she said it went from every day to every hour. Damn. <laughs> uh, I wish a nigga gave me paid him that much attention as, a, as an ex. Two, it seemed weird because it was weird. Duh. That's what I said in the first one. Before I, mean, before I started talking, that was my own thoughts. It's just weird and creepy. You've become, by definition, a creep stalker. I wish I'd stop and just stalking my exes themselves, but embarrassingly, it gets worse. If they didn't post anything for a while, I'd start checking out their friends and family members' profiles. See, that's how bad it gets to see if they posted any pictures of my former boyfriends before i knew it i was going through their roommates girlfriends sisters profile or something like that trolling for information like a fiend it wasn't pretty she says i said like a fiend but she said it wasn't pretty three when they started dating someone new it made it so much worse Seeing pics of you, cause you know why he's able to do that? Cause he's not sitting there doing that creep shit stalker ish to you. He is healing the right way, and you could be doing the same thing and posting up the same type of pictures as well, but you choose to keep looking backwards in that rearview mirror instead of looking forward. Seeing pics of your ex with their new babe is so excruciating. But if you're anything like me or how I used to be, once you see one, it's like a curse, and you have to see them all. Oh, that's just that. That sounds so sad. Oh my gosh. As I grew more skilled in my expert stalking. <laughs> Man, boy, that's sad. <laughs> As I grew more skilled in my... I'm not sorry. What the hell I gotta be sorry about? You know it sounds sad. As I grew more skilled in my expert stalking, I uncovered more and more details about my ex's new girlfriends. I could feel my insecurities growing and growing. You get, you're getting, at this point, I'm sorry, but at this point, I feel like good for you. You know, at this point, I hate to say it, but I'm a believer in tough love and stuff like that. And sometimes we got to learn things the hard way. I'm one of those people. Like at this point, you deserve every ounce of torture and pain that, that, that you um, are feeling because you are causing it on yourself. You know, at this point, if you're not loving yourself enough to stop the hurt and stop the bleeding, then you deserve every single ounce of it. And nobody can truly feel bad for you. And it's the kind of thing like eventually you're going to come out of it or you're not. Or you're going to follow the tips of advice that people gave you. But this is something that does not have to continue. You know, this is something that you are doing by choice. And can't nobody stop you from doing that but yourself. So I could feel my insecurities growing and growing. I started comparing myself to them once again. When there's you're comparing, there's a winner and a loser. Wondering what they had that I didn't, and scrutinizing every little detail of what our relationship had been and would it never be. This act served absolutely no purpose whatsoever and did nothing but leave me feeling inadequate and stupid. That's when I finally realized it had to stop. Four. Who knows how many hours I spent delving into my ex's lives without me or how many miles my thumb actually scrolled. What matters is that at some point I was awakened to the craziness of what I was doing and finally realized this needed to come to an end. I couldn't waste my days pining over a relationship that had died and would never reignite. It was good to learn from your past, but what I was doing was living, thank you, living in the past. 
I was refusing to move on by obsessing over an ex-boyfriend and I needed to walk forward and leave him behind once and for all. Five, I discovered I went after I discovered it went so much deeper than a breakup. Soon after that, I realized that it wasn't really ever about them. It wasn't about their lives without me or even their new girlfriend. It was about my own fears. If I knew exactly what was going on in an ex's life, I could pretend he and I were still connected. Oh, girl, you're, you're, you're batshit crazy. Or at that point, if you think it like that. Losing people we've shared so much of ourselves with sucks, but sometimes, yeah, I agree. And I'm not saying that I didn't experience any pain. I'm some cold, heartless monster or the ice queen that a lot of men have claimed me to be. I'm just simply saying... You know, there's a there's time to throw a pity party, but you got to come up out of that. You know what I'm saying? This is when self-love comes into play. You cannot stay there that long. This is why a lot of people, you know, they'll be divorced and then, or something. or And then and mostly it'll be women. And then the guy will get me remarried. Because guys, I don't know. I'm not saying guys don't hurt because they do. But they just have a much better, um, I don't know, if because they self-love. Or maybe they just know that they, they, they want companionship. And they, they just want it enough that they're willing to try again. And eventually they find other people. But the person or the person that's still hurt and never moves on and knows in pain and always living in that past is never really in a position to move on with somebody new and even if they find new people they end up usually messing it up but then they'll turn around later and then see their ex or somebody or they're you know just being happy and um you know start to feel like crap or like you know maybe even if they can catch up to them and curse them out again make them feel guilty about it but the truth of the matter is the only thing they did differently that you didn't do differently was take the time to move on you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and just try something different. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that the person didn't care about you, but if it's not here, it's not here. You can't, you know, the sooner you let go of something that stinks, the, the, uh, the, the faster you can get a hold of something that doesn't, you know? Just get rid of it. There's no point in holding on to it. It's like a, a dead corpse. You got to bury it after a while. It's going to start to smell. So it says replaying the past year over and over again doesn't do anything except hinder us from what could have been an incredible future. Six, I unfriended and unwinded. I decided to go through my Instagram and Facebook and unfollow all my ex-boyfriends. It was hard. Dang. So she was abusing her. So she said, she, whoa, when she finally decided to do this, at this point, she was following more than one ex-boyfriend, it seems to me. Damn. So you was putting yourself through all that emotional abuse for more than one guy, just following all of them? Girl. Some people out here. It was hard, but once I did, I felt so refreshed. Duh. I'd been a ball of nerves and anxiety when I was stuck in my past relationships. And once I took away my ability to see what they were doing, it was amazing how quickly I forgot about them. So many insecurities um, just seemed to disappear, she said. Seven. It honestly pained me whenever I saw one of my exes was succeeding. Because I was jealous. I wanted to be killing it at life too. Oh my gosh. I used to think that seeing their happiness as painful as it was, was motivation to put extra effort into my own life. In all actuality, all it was doing was bringing me down and causing me to constantly compare myself and feel like I didn't measure up. Once I unfollowed, I was able to focus on myself and I became my only competition. Duh, that's how I look at myself. I don't look uh, at life that way or people like that because it doesn't make you happy. Only person I'm, I'm, I'm in competition with is my old me. You know what I'm saying? And making sure I don't ever go back to that. Eight, I was, remind, I was reminded why we broke. 
Once the obsession was finally over, I was able to see the relationship from the outside perspective and it looked completely different. Meaning you started to wake up and realize, oh, what the heck was I trying to hold on to this thing for? Yeah, there were some good times, but maybe sometimes the bad outweighed the good. Maybe if you think about it now, you feel a little bit happier and less anxious than when you were in it. So she says, all the red flags and problems were suddenly visible to me in a way that showed me that these relationships were never what I thought they were. In a lot of ways, I put guys on a pedestal and made excuses for completely inexcusable behavior. What I actually thought, what I thought was a such a great loss turned out to be a blessing in disguise. And that is the gift, I guess, that I would hope but you won't see it until you apply these things what people are saying that's what i learned in time and the gift of being happy to be alone and single i if i took on the um, approach of going and finding people and maybe even being friends and keeping in touch or social medias and keep in touch with their friends and family and their social media accounts and they just kept coming up on my timeline of course it would be very easy for me after a while to get um, put under the spell and get hypnotized to be wanting to be somehow to come some, some obsessive compulsive disorder to keep clicking and seeing what the heck they're doing now but um if you fall out of that habit and habits yeah they're quickly forming maybe a little harder to break but if you try it's a little willpower you can do it she said um now i'm free to find the person that i'm actually meant to be with that's how i feel now like i said as soon as you let as soon as you let go of something that stinks as soon as you can find something that don't stink hello somebody <laughs> Nine, it's made all my relationships since better. When I was so fixated on my exes, I was knowingly, unknowingly sizing up every guy I met after that. Um, once I unfriended and removed them from my life officially, virtually, I was able to see future partners for who they were and appreciate them for their own unique qualities rather than counting all the ways they were different from my exes. Get out of that vertical thing and start to realize that some people are some things are going to come in different packages you, you don't even know you like it it's like certain foods you never tried it before but then somebody says try it it might look a little weird try it now all of a sudden you would be like oh my god i would never know about this wonderful thing you never know what you like you never know what you like until you kind of try or something you'd be surprised with you even myself or even things i was into that i learned i was into it not necessarily just dating or you know relationships just like in life or um certain curiosities and interests i learned about myself as i went on that when i was younger i didn't have any fascination for or interest and, and never would have thought that I would have. So you got to kind of have an open mind and um, resonate in that. And that is the end of the article from um, Shelby Escamilla at bold.com, which I thought was a pretty good article to help someone. Mm, yeah, and then um, there was one more article. Let me just see if I could uh, skim it really quickly. But all these um, articles, what I like to keep saying is it's so easy, but especially with social media, it's just so much easier. When I was in high school, you, you, you know, there was times... That, that's how I know the importance of not being able to look at the person to move on. Those times when I had crushes or exes that, you know, I went to school with. And uh, not my crush now because we were just, you know, friends at the time. And I didn't look at him in that way. But people that I actually dated. And we broke up. But it's like there was no social media. But I would have to go to school with them for years. They didn't move. And my mom didn't move. And she certainly didn't put me in another school. And they didn't go to another school. So I would have to always see them. And that's how I learned how to distance myself with things like I don't want to date coworkers or um, somebody I would have went to school with, even though I'm not enrolled in any, any school classes or, or ongoing studies right now. And um, just to learn to appreciate that. But now social media, I just feel like, oh my gosh, at a touch of a finger, you can get this person out of your face or to erase a pick somebody from your phone or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, you know, or if, if maybe you just want to put it in storage and put it in the, in a, in a, um, maybe you're not the type of person you like to rip up pictures and things of that nature. Pictures, I mean, you know, maybe you're just the type of person you like you sentimental 
put it away in the storage room in an old box all the way at the bottom and the back. At least you won't have any access to it, so to speak. You know what I mean? And um, that'll be um, just about it. And let me think. This girl here. I stopped talking. So, no, we read that one. Why you should stop stalking your exes online. No, really, stop it. Uh, yeah, I think we'll take a quick break and then we're going to read that one because that one was really short. No, I don't even have to take a break. It's really short. It just says, um, as tough as it is to let it burn, giving into stalkish or stalkerish desires will only hurt you more in the end. Here are some things to consider when trying to fight the urge from stalking your ex. Unfriend, unfollow, or block. The initial urge to check in on your ex is normal, but it can easily become obsessive and out of hand, especially when their whereabouts are easily available on your feed, which can ultimately lead to a desire or act of popping up at places you know they'll be. Um, they said aside from stalking being illegal, ding, 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 it won't help you move on. Don't get a restraining order on your ass. Unfollowing your ex will limit your access of knowledge of their life and allow you to focus on yourself. Also, unfollowing your ex doesn't exactly mean that they won't try to reach out to you. If them contacting you is clearly prohibiting you from moving on, then please block them. This move doesn't have to be permanent, but it's necessary to do until you've completely moved on or at least gotten some, in my opinion, gotten some time under your belt while you know that you can go a day or two or three or if you just see them, it's not that bad anymore. They said unfollow delete mutual friends because when mutual friends post pictures out with your ex, it can be damaging. You see them all having fun and wait. You see someone you've never met before. Who is this person? Have they moved on? Maybe it's just a friend. Either way, your inner Nancy Drew starts kicking in. And the case of is he dating someone else is officially open. Ugh. That's such a horrible cycle to go through. Deleting mutual friends on social media might seem extreme. And depending on your circumstances, unrealistic. But, I mean, if it's just social media with pictures and you're still friends with them on the telephone, you know, whatever... I'm sure they know not to send you pictures like that if they're dating somebody new. You can still talk to people or text them. You, I don't know why people think social media is the number one way to keep in touch with people. If you want to get a glimpse into their lives and be nosy, yeah, cool. But to simply send a message, I mean, whatever happens to the phone. Uh, okay, so that says, um, be honest with both yourself as well as mutual friends. Let them know that you're seeing your ex is too hurtful. And like I said, they'll understand if you explain it. You don't got to cut people off completely. Like I said, ah, avoiding bring, bringing up your ex. It's been over a year and a month and everything still reminds you of your ex. That's normal. But really? I don't know. Some. I mean, the traumatic ones. But stop telling everyone about it. It's not helping you, and it makes it awkward for other people. Trust us. People don't want to hear you keep dwelling on the past, especially when the relationship is clearly over. Your friends will be there for you, but there comes a time and a point where you need to help yourself. Um, finding reasons to bring up your ex only enables your sadness and lack of ability to move on. And lastly, they say have self-control. This is the most important thing, I agree. I know it's really hard, but fighting the urge to creep on your ex will not only make your life um, make it easier for you to move on but it'll also boost your self-confidence you'll start to be seeing the love you deserve and will quickly see that you deserve to be with someone who wants to be with you yeah you know and i think that um it's pretty much self-explanatory i think all the notes between my thoughts and the three articles that i shared during this episode i think that's pretty much i think that's pretty self-explanatory you know, um, it's just now the person or whoever's listening has a choice to make. 
maybe you're in your between relationships right now, but you'll get in another one again, and then maybe you'll break up. So maybe you're not doing that right now, but if you are in the middle of a breakup or your your crush or something or somebody you're you uh, had feelings for, um, and you are no longer talking, but you're still in contact with them, and you find yourself doing these things. Um, I feel like everything you need to apply is here. You know, um, it's just as simple as they said is unfollowing, unfriending, or blocking, especially the mutual friends or families, um, or things like that. Maybe even staying out a few locations for But right now we're talking about the online stalking. It's really just that simple. It's just a tap of a finger of a button. You do know that if you want to unblock them later on, you can. But I mean, like, at least try it for a day. If you find yourself can't even go a day, at least try it for, like, then after a day, try two days. You know, you got to build yourself up. It's like when you work out. Maybe you can't um, lift, like, 10 or 15 pounds. Well, I'm talking about women right away. But next thing you know, you're benching and you're doing all this. So maybe you start off, you're doing um, maybe 50 squats. Now you're doing uh, 200 a set every day, you know. My point is you got to build yourself up. You you can't um, walk before you crawl. You know, you can't run before you walk. And you can't fly before you uh, run and all that other stuff. And on that note, I'm just going to get up out of here. It is Saturday. Wednesday is August 11th. It's 6.03 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC time. And um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chopper's Corner. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll be back a little later on with another episode. Y'all be good, Chopper's Corner.